You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. You excited about Mr. Chanin? Let's just get it out the way right now. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to do that. But no, we, we got we to gotta do our norm, okay? It's Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast, Tuesday edition, okay? It's, it's the all-football show. We had so much sports on Sunday, so much action, that we had to split this thing up into two. Um, also, shout out to internet service providers. We'll yeah. just leave, leave that one that way. Isn't that, isn't that ironic how, you know, you always get made fun of for your internet and I'm the one that actually prevented us from doing an episode. I mean, I wanted to do the Talladega talk with you guys, but I think you, I think I left it in good hands. You did. And I think it was better that way because literally like, I know that when I was talking with you, I was like ripped in, in the middle and you did watch some Dega, but you were like balls in all in on football all day long. And I knew that you were going to have, you were going to be the knowledge powerhouse for what was going down. In football town so I'm glad it worked out this way because we got to separate this up we really get to focus on both of these sports and we really get to dissect everything that goes down the big storylines those types of things so uh, who knows garage fam uh, of course you're here if you're on YouTube like and subscribe uh, we appreciate that it helps us keep doing what we're doing if you're listening thank you for being a subscriber but let us know what you think about how we have separated these two shows up let us know if you want to hear strictly football or strictly NASCAR um, I think that that's a, a good experiment. This is a, this is a spearmint. Yeah, you know what? An, experiment another going. experiment we need to do is the: Do you want more entertainment or do you want more sports betting DFS talk? Eventually, I want to get that question out there. Absolutely, let's get it out there now. That's another one we'll answer. And we, you know what we need to do? We need to follow this up with a poll. So we'll put a poll up um, either on the Garage Guys account, probably the Garage Guys account. We'll put a poll up. We'll read. We'll get everybody to retweet it. We'll share it. We'll see what we've got going on, where it's going. We'll do that. And, of course, you guys know you can call the hotline, 929-430-GGFS, and let us know what you're thinking there as well. Uh, always down to hear some voicemails, talking football or NASCAR. A little wine. But, uh, little wine time. Little wine tie? Little wine tie? I mean, does this, this doesn't look like me. I usually have drip dropper cold beer. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you got, you got the, you got the uh, Lindsay OK vibe wine going down right now. I'm feeling a little sophisticated yeah. tonight. I've been noticing that drinking like a glass or two of wine really uh, helps me sleep well. Yeah, not like that's good. It's it's a good. You know this about me, Chase, but my mind stays wired all the time. I'm always thinking about something, usually involving numbers. Um, but so this kind of helps me um, ease into the night. Well, that's good. That's good. See, for me, I don't do any of that. My brain just constantly goes. I keep the switch on at all times. And then I just fall down on a bed. And that's usually how it goes for me. You can like a guy so, that passes out super quick. Like, hit the pillow. Like your head hits the pillow, you're out. Yeah, if you throw me on a tile floor, I'm not going to wake up. I'm so like an if, hour. It takes me an hour. Yeah? See, not me. Dude, if, if we were – if there was like a life or death situation going on, you do not want to be around me. You don't want me to be the guy in charge if I'm asleep, okay? Because it would be bad news. I'm a bear. I literally am a bear. Like, I hibernate, dude. It's, Go on. Look at this, dude. I don't have all this hair for, you know. I was about to say, you got nothing. that back there, too. Oh, yeah, dude. Shout out to shoulders. Shout out to head and shoulder shampoo. It's for real. It's literal. Um, so, yeah. All right. Let, let's intro now. We're here. We're already in pure garage, guys, fashion. I'm loving this. It's already like football days right back again. So, it's good to be able to do this. Yes. Very, very refreshing. But uh, another good thing that's refreshing is drip drop, promo code garage, guys, 20. It'll hydrate you. It's great. And it's used for people that are going in some challenging circumstances, like the Atlanta Falcons. They're having some challenging circumstances. They need some drip drop big time. Yeah. Bill O'Brien. Very challenging circumstances. Can't wait to talk about that one. Uh, Adam Gase, sweating, sweating it out. He's in some challenging circumstances. Donald These guys Trump need drip drop. Yeah. Donald Trump trying to be Christopher Walken. He, he's, he's very challenging. We don't know what's going on. There, there's all kinds of things. But go to dripdrop.com, use promo code GarageGuys20, and, uh, and get the drip. Rip it and drip it. And drip drop, it means sending us to a race here this weekend, so in Charlotte. Yep. It's, uh, we're getting rowdy at the Roval. That's, what, that's, that's the way I branded this. We're, Garage Guy Chase, 
uh, Chef Boyardine getting rowdy at the Roval. It's going to be fun in Charlotte. Uh, can't wait for it. Who knows? We'll be, we'll be around them. Uh, we'll be around Teddy B and, uh, and, and the boys. So I'm, I'm going to wild out at least one night. You, you get to pick which night it is. So at least one night I'm going to wild out. The rest I'm there for business only. And, and see, it's a good thing because see, I'll be I, your daddy garage guy, Chase Bear, take care of you. D D D whip it. Well, we're going to Uber either way it goes. That's yeah. the only way to do it. Right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, so it's going to be fun, but yeah, I'll yeah, have the drip drop prepared. Weekends, like that's why I feel like I'm, I got that built up like new kid excitement, like the Christmas. I mean, I've only done Talladega. That's the only race I've done. And you've done what Daytona. Talladega done just Daytona and Talladega dude. So this will be my first road course slash, uh, this is my first time too. So we're first timers in the town of Charlotte. So, uh, it's going to be fun, but, uh, you can definitely be following us uh, over the weekend for all that good stuff. But, all right, these guys are here for football. If you're not here for football and you just stumbled upon this, well, now you're here for football. So let's go ahead and talk about the big news Monday uh, before we get into Sunday's games and uh, some of this, the action going down on Monday night. Bill O'Brien, he's finally gone. We've been waiting on this. Chase, he was as crazy as it sounds – um, that he's fired. He was actually plus 900 to be the first coach fired. You could have got nine, nine to one on your money. How crazy is that? That's insane. Just because of how locked just, in he was. Well, that, and it just shows you how many coaches are truly on the hot seat right now. I mean, think about it. You got Adam Gase, uh, Matt Patricia, and Quinn. Dan Quinn, all those guys were favored over him, but me and you've been waiting for this day for a long time. It's probably what three years overdue, at least two. Yeah, for sure, man. It's just the constant. I mean, yeah, he's he's had like some some good regular season records and things like that, but that doesn't cut it, especially when you have the caliber of player you have. And then after dropping DeAndre Hopkins, dude, that was just the end all be all for me. Like I could not. They literally he drops DeAndre Hopkins, and then he gets promoted to like uh, ownership, like like percentage, like what, like how. I'm pretty sure that who that the uh, that the, the guy that that pulled the trigger I can't his name escapes me right now the uh, the owner of the team I'm pretty sure that at some point he was like on Ambien for like an entire like year of uh, three years of his life and then he just his doctor just switched him and he's like hey I should fire this guy like, <laughs> dude I, I have no clue what you know now's the time obviously whatever but I mean they had a brutal schedule they definitely should be one and three not zero oh and four but just a long time coming in a weird way. Me and you'll be sad though. It's always been a key talking point for us. I mean, we always loved ragging on butt chin. I'm hoping he finds, finds his way on some like really cool, successful team as like an analyst, like, a, or it's like a, he like just jumps on a team and we still get to see him on the sidelines. Yeah. We, I don't know what I'm going to do if I turn my TV on on Sunday and I just can't stare into the depths of like outer space wormhole hell on someone's face. I don't know how I'm going to be able to live with that, you know, and not only that, but literally his initials are Bob. That is the most insane shit to me. Like, it's just like Bill O'Brien, Bob, right? Like Bob Butchin. Okay. (laughs) Just go straight into like the zone. Like I'm talking twilight zone, Outer Limits, shout out to Sci-Fi Channel. He's got it right there, okay? It's a time portal. Somebody had literally, they sent me a picture on Twitter today of like these worms, alien worms that were coming out. I was like, dude, like how did you get a microscope on that dude's chin, bro? Like how did this happen? So that was like the most memorable thing for me. So I'm more upset that the, that the actual uh, sphincter butthole chin has been fired and released from Houston than I am Bill O'Brien being fired and released from Houston. So need, need to see that somewhere. Um, he, maybe he needs a day. Yeah. I say a day. I think he needs to be, right, give me your off the, your garage guy, gut boy energy. What staff does he end up on? Or does he just go chill on a golf course and get paid? Bill O'Brien will be going to, Hot Topic Patricia, Detroit Lions. That's where, that's where he's going. The Patriots tree? Yes, he's got, he's got to stay true. Most of these guys, you know, it's like they never get too far from home. 
You know what I mean? They never, they never, they never, they never flurry too far. Like, you know, I would, I'd, I'd gladly say the Patriots, but there's no way in hell that he could go there just because of the fact that he might get too much rawness stuck in that thing. And then you can't just be dispersing that on the sidelines, especially with, with Bill Trolichek with the two masks on, he's got to make sure things stay tight. That's our next subject. You're already, you're already hitting it. I like how you combine him with a double mask, but. No, you're probably right. I put a tweet out that Adam Gase would be hilarious just because we've seen um, – what do we call him when he snorted up the, the – was it salts on the side? Oh, yeah, the smelling salts, dude. No, it's just basically just like Adam Gase. Just, Adam Gase has, has small, uh, a, a, a smoke – I said it, I think it was like a, a smalts addiction or something like yeah. that. He's so, like, he's just – on the sideline and just oh no dude he's past that bro he's ripping the little packs of like the smelling salts open dude he's like injecting them into his veins like he's there that's why he can never stay focused i mean have you ever in your life seen somebody with the eyeballs that he had just like no yeah. that's not natural it is unbelievable he still has his job even though that roster is complete crap but he never really was good man he's still hanging on to like the what, what was he successful for like the peyton manning Kind of helping Peyton Manning. Yeah, he was on that tree for a while. It was it was pre Dolphins. Um, I can't remember much of, of what it was, but yeah, he was just around some people, and then all of a sudden he gets there. Didn't he do something with LSU? If I'm not mistaken, he had something to do with LSU. I don't know. I can't fact check you there. We I can't I go back that way because he's just not that important to me. Um, so uh, somehow got on his staff. Yeah, he's just he's a very forgettable guy. I'm sorry. But but he but he's not forgettable because he's one of those coaches like Bill O'Brien where they have this one quality and that's and I don't know you for your coaching or for your your skill or your accomplishments I know you for this one weird thing that you have going on and it's probably not the best thing to be known for. Um, Dan, what is it? They both can get hot headed. Like I still remember Bill O'Brien. Like he seems to get hot headed pretty easily instead of Gase. I don't know. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, I mean, dude, like, I've watched that dude, like, get so angry that I thought he was literally going to, like, produce a turd out of his face. Dude, it was rough. So, yeah, he's he's been there. He's been there. But, see, Dan Quinn doesn't have any of that. And so that's – see, I think that Dan's the next one out. I really I mean, do. I mean, they lose tonight by, what, they're already down by 17. If they get blown out, 0-4. I mean, you're supposed to lose to the Packers, but – he should have been gone a long time ago as well. Yeah, he should have been out in like week two. So I think that that's why I said I think I said on a previous show. It seems like we have like another uh, we have another Jason Garrett situation brewing in Atlanta. Uh, speaking of that, before we do get to to the to the game tonight, uh, the Kansas City Patriots game. Talk about the double mask. I do want to also say that maybe a quick quick release candidate, uh, Mike McCarthy, is a fraud. He's a big fat fraud. For sure, for sure, yeah. and we we're gonna get to that game. Let's save that. Let's save that. Okay, I, I agree. And he's basically the same hire as Jason Garrett. But get into the fucking coaches' odds, though. You're getting me excited. You need to put a tweet out for the Garage Fam, letting them know what these odds are. These coaches are gone. We need no. We we need to get the Garage Fam hot, man. It's gone. It was the first coach to get fired odds, so it's already gone. Well, well, hopefully they'll reset. We'll have the second coach. Yeah, that's true. We'll get those. You odds. can bet on anything, man. This is America. All right. That way. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Kansas City Patriots game. Uh, the first time uh, that's where it's not Week One that we've had two Monday night games. Twenty twenty continues to produce bangers. Um, so we had this game started six on CBS. I was wondering how they were going to do this. I didn't know if they were going to do it more where it was like you know the first week where you have the early game and then the late game. Uh, so I'm glad they figured out a way to uh, dissect it, flip it up. But, uh, dude, I don't know what was going on. Brian Hoyer is washed. It's over. And you literally got all the way through a half of football with three to six. Like, like what? Dude, How? I, I have not seen a worse, like, quarterback. Okay, so I'm not going to say a, a worse quarterback error. I'm going to say a, a worse quarterback error from a veteran than I did at the end of halftime. And if you if you watch the game – and you're listening to this tomorrow, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Chase, six to three on the five-yard line, 20 seconds left, no timeouts, third down. All you have to do is either throw it in the end zone, throw it out of bounds, or basically don't take a sack. Yeah. And he takes a sack and then gets up and tries to call timeout. 
No timeouts. And the half runs out. Yeah, I think that Brian Hoyer forgot that he played football for a little while. Dude, like, if there's any reason he still has a job, it's because he's supposed to have the veteran savviness to not let that happen. So, like, the one thing he's supposed to have, he doesn't. They lose their opportunity for three points. And, I mean, eventually, there's not much to dissect this game. It was one of the worst football games. I think Stidham came in, what, around, like, the end of the third quarter? He came in around the end of the third. Light the candle! Jared Stidham, Skid Row Stidham. Do you like what I've done with that, by the way? Like, I'm, I'm trying to create this. You know how I love to create, per, like, personas that players don't want for themselves? Am I doing a good job with Jared? You're doing great. You're doing great, and I think you're going to get your chance to um, advertise him more because I don't think – I think the Cam's going to have a good – like, a solid season. Not a great, but not a good. Somewhere right in the middle. And it's going to be uh, – he's going to go get paid by somebody else, and the Patriots will not match the salary. So, you might get your wish and see still well, like I mean you remember at the beginning of the season even before we knew about even before we knew Cam we were already talking about Jared Stidham just because you're Patriots fandom um by the way uh RIP to your pain for uh for for Edelman being the the drop leader and continuing that trend I know man in kill Harry season I mean I guess they're using that Demari Bird guy I mean he's getting targets <laughs> it's, it's weird right now the Patriots are just a weird team I think I said, Chase, when we had a, a football um, episode before the season, if there's anything I want to say for, like, getting rid of a team blanket-wise for fantasy, it's the Patriots. You just don't know who they're going to use. Like, Rex Burkhead, Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, uh, James White. Today, Damian Harris got, like, 20 carries. Yeah, Damian Harris. Where did you come from, dog? <laughs> just they, they put, they put Sony on IR, yeah, and then they bring him in. <laughs> like, What? It's, crazy, it's a man. it's wild man roster cam or nobody right maybe Edelman. yeah it's roster cam and then you have to keep throwing edelman in if you picked him in season long obviously that's how it was for years dude it was either brady edelman and that was it that was your two guys that you knew that were going to constantly get you good production and gronk oh. when he was available that was that was your big three dude if i could i would draft bill belichick on my fantasy team i, I feel like he would constantly produce 40 points especially meme points now with the double mask you get his defensive adjustments. You get yeah, that. Adjustments. exactly. Yeah. That's it. Adjustments. He is. He is every running back. That's why. That's why everybody. They got that new thing in fantasy now, where everybody's like, "Oh, just the position. It's just the Saints' quarterback." Because they did that for Taysom, and and coming in. So it's like, it's like, okay, well, you do that, then you gotta get real technical. So it's like, what's the point? You're literally just getting to a point to where it's like, okay, I'd rather just like you know hammer a bet. So, you know, hammer a bet. Yeah, <laughs> just hammer a bet. Like you said, you don't have to get that. If we're going to start dissecting it that bad, then fantasy loses all of its essence. Um, so, yeah, after this game or whatever, it just – yeah, it sucks. It is what it is. I'm pretty sure that it was all expected. Everybody was, was just bitching about the flags too. Like, it's like get used to it. Like, because the Chiefs are going to get that favorability now, I feel like, that the Patriots kind of got. And you're going to have a weird argument about that, I'm guessing, maybe. No, I mean, it just was a, a poor officiated game. It happens, like – once every five games. So I really have no take. It's just literally like sometimes it happens to your team, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, sometimes you just be like that. Uh, words of wisdom. Exactly. Right there. It happens to uh, be like that against the Saints in the playoffs, and that's what sucks. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Don't <laughs> remind me. Fuck. Um, all right, so, yeah, I think the uh, – like we're, we're being dead honest. I think that – Green Bay and the Atlanta Falcons, uh, not the Falcos, would never give them that kind of credit. Um, I think that they are still playing right now. Um, Green Bay. 20 to 9. So that's where we're at. So it's just kind of live. Got to talk about Robert Tanyan. Tonka Tanyan. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns for Tonka Tanyan. Again, um, and I'll probably clip this part of the podcast just specially for my guy, Polly Sleepers, uh, playing Dynasty with Polly, known Polly for a long time. Thanks again for trading Chris Herndon. Uh, let me give you Chris for your one, Jerry McKinnon and Robert Tanyan that you thought was just a burner throw. You're like, well, you like tight ends. You'll enjoy this. I'm like, okay, yeah, I will enjoy this. Tanyan. All right. And then, boom, like the next week, just because I just be radiating this good energy all the time. Like, that's just how I roll. You know, Jamal, Jamal Adams, I say it all the time, positive people don't get sick. Um, so, you know, we just roll. 
And then now I've just been blessed with just Tonkatanian. So we're here. This is a big tight end year right now going on. For you, I mean, like literally, Tonkatanian's blown up since you made that train. I'm hype, man. And I think, and like, that's literally leading me to believe. I don't care what anybody says at this point. I will be delusional. You can call me just some crazy man, okay? Tight ends get put on my fantasy teams. They explode with production. That's what happens. But, um, but if they've been on my team for a long time, they have to reach their potential on their own. That's the way it goes. So you want a tight end to blow up, it's like good luck, Chuck. You, you send them to me, and then they flourish, Okay, and then and then I just get rid of them later on down the road, and then you you know you take care of them. So that's my job, that's what I do. Tight end whisperer, me. Go buy the shirt. Yeah, buy the shirt. Tight end appreciation. GarageGuysFantasySports.com. Go buy all the shirts. Give us money. We like money. I'm gonna transition us into the Sunday slate. You cool with that? No 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 no. We had some incredible games early and some snoozers in the afternoon chase. I wanted to start off talking about Joe Mixon's season and the Bengals getting their first win 33 to 25 over the Jags. This was one of my best bets, put the Bengals money on. I'm going to give you the floor on uh, Mr. Joe Mixon here because I know a couple of these games I want to talk a lot. I want you to let you talk about Joe Mixon because I think you rostered him in at least, what, 30% of your lineups? So go ahead. Yeah, I had him in a ton of my DFS lineups. I also am a Joe Mixon owner in season long. Um, it's been rough. It's been a rough few weeks. Uh, I, I will say this though, like just jump, jumping off the board. Um, I literally was doing some research and I just had this weird, I had this, you know, I had these weird hunches and I can't always explain them statistically. I can't always back up my data. I just feel things and then they happen. It's just how it's been my entire life. I can't explain it. But Literally, I remember looking up some stuff, and I said, you know what? I said, there was some game uh, where he had came off an injury or he was reported to be on the injury report, and then he just went to town. And I was like – and he's got a very solid, favorable matchup for him as a running back. I was like, this could really play out well. And I was like, you know, and, and as much as I, you know, have I had gotta, this look – I cut you off. Robert Tanya touchdown. Again? Third touchdown. A third? Yeah, a big three right here live on the show. Big three. Big three, Robert Tanya. Tonka Tanya, big three, baby. Woo! Not only that, Chase, he tripped during the play, got up and ran to the end zone and caught the ball. You're joking. I swear. I haven't. It's Tonka Tanya season. Call, call, call the doctor. It's Tonka Tanya season. They're rolling through your town. Yeah, it's. uh... We're seeing the benefits right now of having – so I have – you know, I have all my screens here. So I have the – out of the corner of my eye, I have the game, like the bottom right corner of my extra screen. And I saw somebody score for the Packers, and I looked up, and it was a tight end. And I was like, surely this is not – like this must be the backup that's wide open. And oh, my was, uh, God. Tanyan. Yeah, wide open. Tonka Tanyan. Guys, this is real. Three okay. Times. Oh, man. Dude. Dude, did I play him in this lineup? Oh my God. Tonka Tanyan. Tonka Tanyan. 30 fantasy points for Tonka Tanyan. Robert Tanyan. Look, I put on I put on Twitter for his second touchdown. I was like, don't worry, man. You're not he has this picture of him like staring at this little kid's bike. I was like, no more having to worry about stealing those bicycles, man. You're gonna have to be rolling in style when that bonus check comes in tomorrow. Man, I love it. Tight end, tight end season is in full swing, guys. If you don't get over to garageguysfantasysports.com, get your tight end appreciation club shirt. I don't know what you're missing. This is the year of the tight end. I'm telling you right now. Tonka Tanyan. I got to chill out. Back to, back, to Joe. back to Joe. Back to Joe. You were like mad I was cutting you off, but I was like, I have to cut him off. No, you had to let me know that. You did right. You did right by that. You did right by the garage fan by that. Um. So, yeah, back to Joe, though. I literally – I did a lot of research on it. There's a couple of people in the industry that, you know, I do, I do all my own research. I look into things. I trust my gut nine times out of ten. That's just the way it goes. And then, of course, I'm going to look at some statistical stuff. I'm going to look at what you're betting on. I'm going to look at your game scripts and how you do with your best bets because you're slaying still. Um, you definitely got to talk about your record and everything going on for that as well. 
But, you know, I have a lot of things that I factor in, but Joe Mixon, there was a, a lot of people were low on him, but the few people that I trust in the industry that, that like I kind of trust right up there with the way I trust myself, uh, they were all feeling it too. So I just, I rolled with it. 3% owned, slayed, 45 fantasy points on DK, crushing all of my season long leagues. Um, just, just found a way. Life finds a way. People gave up on him, and that's the beauty of football. You don't give up on the people that you go in. If you draft somebody in the first round, which a lot of people did with Joe in season long, you, you were an idiot to let him go in week three. And then you play your matchups right. You just got to know. When you know, you know, but nobody wanted to touch him because of the way he was. So, I'm, so you can always bank. When someone doesn't want to touch a player on, on DFS, that chase will. Yeah, I had a will. little bit of him. I didn't have as much as you. Um, super pumped for the Bengals to get their first win. Big things coming for Joe Burrow. I think he's really Joe Burrow's happy, dude. He's he's passing the tests early. I know the wins haven't been there, but he's doing everything right too. So it's, they got two Joes. Uh, Tyler Boyd's looking good. T Higgins is looking good. Um, just wanted to give you the kind of the spotlight there. I know you were super pumped about Joe Mixon, but the next game I wanted to talk to you about was your own New Orleans Saints and the Detroit Lions. So we had hot topic Patricia. Against the Saints, I was really, really worried about the Saints, man. Early, it was fourteen to zero before you even woke up. So yeah, so so getting to that, yeah, getting to that. But before we do move to this game, though, I just want to say Jaguars. Gardner played a great game. Shout out to O'Shaughnessy. Nothing but love always. Um, so back to this. Yeah, I was up really late. I was editing a show. Do a lot of edits. Uh, everyone that has been listening to us by now, they pretty much know that that I. I'm pretty much cutting up stuff. I stay up late. It's just what I do. Um, it's what I love. I'm passionate about it. But I, I think I literally told you I may not make it to kickoff. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. And I tried to – I set my alarm because I was like, I have to get up because of the way the games were. And then I ended up setting it for a.m. because I was like literally falling asleep with my eyes open, didn't even realize what I did. When I woke up, though, it was probably – the first quarter was winding down and I realized it was 14 and nothing. And I just wanted to go back to sleep. I was like, I'm I was like, this is done. I was like, I didn't get the, that, this video that I stayed up all night long working on. Didn't get to see the light of day. I was like, the saints are getting blown out by the lines early. Drew's right. He took him at plus three. It's, it's over. Like, you know, put out the candle. Yeah. I was just like, whatever. I'll wait and watch Josh Allen just go electric mode at four o'clock. And, um, you know, then they came back. And it's Traquan season. But it still made me mad because I was going to put Traquan in my fucking lineups. And I didn't get to do that because I overslept. But that's the prices I pay. So. Latavius Murray season two, finally. Yeah, that's going to happen, dude. And, and I think that more people need to understand the reality of that. We had that happen last year. Uh, when they played against the Bears, everybody was like, oh, dude, Kamara's going to go ham against the Bears. And then Lat Murray gets in there and just tears it up. And I started Lat Murray in that game. It's always these weird games. I don't know how to explain it, what it is. But when it comes to the Saints, it's like I had the hunch that, like, okay, Lat's probably going to do well here. But I wanted to trust, you know, I wanted to trust just the, the, the normalities because you're going to have a lot more weeks of normalities than you're going to have of these gut boy energy weirdness. So maybe I'm fucking up though, because may, maybe I'm blurring the lines. Maybe maybe I'm listening to to too many people. You know, may, maybe that's why you do what you do and I do what I do. We need to stick to that. I don't need to be I don't need to be out here in, in this this land. I need to be told I'm an idiot sometimes so that I can say that I was right. So, um, but in it, it wouldn't have mattered because I wasn't coming out saying anything about Latavius Murray, and I'm not going to say that I did because I didn't. But you're going to have those games, and it's probably only going to be once or twice a season. So I'd have to really look at the schedule, dissect, and see how things are going to try to see if I could pick that next Lat Murray game. I'll put the doctor's hat on, the chef's hat on, and I'll say this. I think Latavius Murray is like the perfect guy to try to hit on like a showdown slate where he hope it's one of those two games. You put him in the catching slot. He saves you all the salary. And then he gets two touch- if he gets two touchdowns. You're basically – you're winning all the money. Like, yeah. Not so – I think he's a perfect play for that situation. If you ever do see the Saints in prime time, maybe you throw him in and hope for the best. But, no, I don't have much to say about the Saints other than great job getting back on track. I felt like them going one and three would have been detrimental. The fact that they're two and two means 
You got Mike Thomas coming back. You got some of these defensive players getting a little bit healthier. So the Saints are definitely not going away yet. Um, and for good reason, that division all of a sudden in one week is looking better because you have the Patriots moving to – I mean, the, the Bucks moving to three and one. Look at you. And then you have <laughs> – dude, Carolina. Carolina moves to two and two, and they're two and oh without Christian McCaffrey. So, Exposing them Cardinals, bro. You know, they were. They definitely exposed the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake are both kind of struggling right now. It's a weird thing. Um, but I have two games left, or actually I have three, but we're going to skip over one because we already talked butt chin. And I had this game written down because it was a must win. I wrote this down before the firing. Must win for Houston. Butt chin moves to 0-4. Uh, Dalvin Cook, two touchdowns. And so basically, like I called that he'd get fired. I said that they had to win this game. I don't really have much to say on this before. I have two final games that I think were the, the best games of the day. Do you have anything to say about Minnesota-Houston before we go on? Uh, there's really nothing I have to say about that other than the fact that uh, – Disappointed that Deshaun Watson couldn't get 30, a 30 burger <laughs> like, like I expected him to. For your fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted the 30 burger. I was wanting the 30 yeah. burger. Didn't get it. That's okay. I mean, if they still had DeAndre Hopkins, they would've he would have had you covered. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not 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 gonna do much of that. Not gonna do much of that with uh with Brandon Cooks and then the what if of Will Fuller. So there is that. Brandon Cooks. We're not even using him correctly, but Will Fuller had a good game, though. I will give him that credit. Yeah, yeah, no, he he's Will Fuller is so talented. The problem we've always had with him is the he's just never on the field enough. He's, he's a knee guy every other week, whereas Aaron Rodgers is the knee guy one week. Yeah, yeah my knee. His knee. <laughs> my knee. Fine. I'll say that. Uh, before we go, I have some I have something to say about Aaron Rodgers before we end this episode. But yeah, I want to get into this next game because I know what this next game is. This is the game that excited the shit out of me getting to watch, and we get to talk about Fat Boy Mike McCarthy. Am I right or am I wrong? We I just switched the order. I was going to do Bucks first, but we'll do um, Cleveland versus Dallas, forty nine thirty eight Cleveland, and go ahead about Mike McCarthy because I had plenty to say about this game too. Go ahead. Okay, um, you have been tricked. You have been lied to, Jerry Jones. And it's not hard to trick Jerry Jones because Jerry Jones is just a gullible guy, okay? We've seen a lot of, of, of Jerry's world shenanigans. This is probably the biggest one. When you have a coach, everybody, that all the Cowboys fans that I know, and I have some that are in my immediate life, oh, we got Mike McCarthy. And, yes, they all sound like this. And, yes, maybe I am stereotyping a little bit, but who cares? Man, we got Mike McCarthy. It's going to be a great year. We are going to win, win Dallas to the Super Bowl. Woo! And I'm like, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> like, literally, you are just there left. Are there people yes. I don't know any of them. Yes. Yeah, you need to, uh, you need to meet my uh, – you need to meet my – I don't want to, you know what? Screw it. You need to meet uh, somebody in my direct family that uh, is related to me. And um, he is literally, his name is very close to that of Dallas, I will say. I'm not going to say if it is or if it isn't Dallas, if his name is or isn't Dallas. But this person has stars on his vehicle. So I just don't know anybody that was like hyped about Mike McCarthy. It was like, yeah, whatever. Oh, dude, he's just hyped about the Cowboys. He loves the Cowboys. And I, and I get it. He's got team passion, but at the same time, it's like, I tried to explain to him. I was just like, I was like, dude, I was like, you're literally getting a coach that had one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I'm not knocking Dak by any means. Dak's, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. It's like, and he's on the decline. He was taking that team to shit town. And it's like, what do you expect? You expect him to come back and just be refreshed like he's a brand new coach? Like, and it's, it's all starting over again? This isn't NASCAR. You don't go to a new team and then can be wildly successful. This is the NFL. You're going to have the same mind. You're going to have the same play styles. You're going to have all that same stuff. And if you don't know how to evolve and change, then you got to get the fuck out. And that's where Mike McCarthy's at. He doesn't know how to adapt and evolve. He still sucks. And literally, I think he should be on the hot seat this early because when you make that type of move, it's like, I don't know. I, to me, I just feel like there were a lot better options out there for that head coaching position. Yeah. Yeah, and as much as, as much crap as we're talking about him, I will say the problem right now is the defense. So I don't know how much he has – how much he's involved with the defense, but, of course, the head coach gets the blame. Uh, Jason Garrett seems like the same profile as Mike McCarthy. I mean, a veteran coach that 
more old school, and Mike McCarthy definitely qualifies as that. He struggled with Aaron Rodgers. I don't see why he's not going to struggle with that Prescott. Dak's um, got legs, though. That's the difference, I feel. I feel yeah, that, you know, but, but, but they're, doing, they're doing the same thing offensively that they were doing last year with Jason. The, the offensive coordinator is still – I mean, I don't think either – that doesn't go back to Jason Garrett or Mike McCarthy. I think they're running the same offensive plays, really, if you watch. It's more mm-hmm. of – it's more of like I just don't think Mike McCarthy is the answer to, like, inspire the players to be the head coach, to, to manage the team. Absolutely. Uh, they're screwed, man. I, but the thing is, and I wanted to say this before we moved on, credit to Cleveland. They bounced back this year a little bit. Um, Odell had three touchdowns. we got to highlight him real quick. Odell did great. But before we move to the, the Browns, I want to say about Dallas, because the division is so bad, they're going to be in the hunt. Because basically, Washington's awful. Giants are awful. Those are two of the – Two of the bottom three teams, probably, or bottom four teams in the NFL. So that leaves the Eagles, who kind of suck, but they won last night. Surprise win. And then Very weird. you have the Cowboys. So who wins that division, and what record does it take? Does seven wins get you in? It might. Dude, the, NF- the NFC East is just so trash. A once amazing powerhouse of a division. Just completely in the gutter. Like – you hate to see it in a way because, mm-hmm. like, dude, they ran the world in the 90s. Who do you it's take like, this to, though? It, it, it has to be like, dude, I would, who would I love to take out of those two? Dallas and Washington. That's what I would love. No, no like, between Dallas, I'm saying, I'm assuming Washington and, um, I'm assuming Washington and, uh, Giants will not, are not contending. They're out. I'm saying, who do you take between Dallas and, Philadelphia and how many wins gets them in I'm saying seven wins gets them in I think it depends I think it just depends like if Carson Wentz steps it up like you know I, I take my jabs at Carson Wentz all the time he did decent I think he, I think he ended up producing like 23 or so fantasy points uh in that game for him there dude he has nobody to throw to yeah he doesn't I mean, it's just it's kind of like Aaron Rodgers though right now Aaron Rodgers is doing fine so I understand your point if you want to make it if you want to make it about Wentz I'm not a big Wentz guy I think he's I've, I've, me and you as a podcast have been down on Wentz since I've started. I know that. Yeah, he needs to go back from whence he came. Um, so, no, I mean, it's got to be Dallas. I got to take Dallas. You got to hope that they, that they bounce back. I'm a big Van Der Esch guy. I have, I, have, I have a lot of faith in the, in the neck roll. You know what yeah. I mean? Van Der Esch. Yeah. I have a Van Der Esch fetish. So, it's like, yeah. you know, I cover any, any athlete that looks like they could have been on the cover of NFL Blitz 2000. Like, I'm all about them. So, yeah, I hope that maybe that, like, that defense can find a way and step it up a little bit because I had a lot of faith in that defense this season. They're the worst. I'm being let down. Their defense and the Falcons seems like the two worst. But So, you're saying, Cowboys, how many wins? I'm thinking seven wins might get somebody in. That's that's terrible. Um, At most. I'm right at there. Seven to eight is right where I'm at. We're on the same exact level. I – I, I don't know, and I'd have to. I don't have the schedule right in front of me, but like I said, at, at this point right now, I'm treating like Dak, like you know, like we're treating like Fitzpatrick or something. You know, like you know that they're going to have a shitty team, but he, he's going to produce a crap load of fantasy points. So good fantasy player, bad football team. Fitzpatrick on um, Exactly. Yes. More rushing yards. And uh, making better. Zeke Elliott sad. Yeah, you can't he, get in the pot. Like somehow at fifteen points, but it feels like it's painful the entire time. Um, That's not that is nowhere near paying off for his value. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. He's but I still feel like he's going to get there just because of the games that they're in, and I'm not worried about him in season long. Uh, yeah, as crazy as that is to say, I just I don't feel like he's going to keep getting tortured. But I want to get to the Browns real quick before we go to the last game. Browns, um, Nick Chubb got injured. Kareem Hunt season is here, and Odell Beckham season is here go yeah that that was uh that was it was some really bad news for nick chubb owners today mcl he's he's pretty much done uh for the season this is kareem hunt's time uh i put a tweet out this morning you know it's uh i didn't want to be insensitive i don't want to be an insensitive guy by any means but uh you know i was pouring some water in my eyes because i'm a hunt owner i want kareem hunt everywhere i'm ecstatic 
I'm not going to lie. I'm super happy. This is going to be great. Finally, he gets to shine in a backfield again. He's a, he's a pass-catching back. Chubb has proven to be more of the ground-and-pound guy. You want the PPR guy. Um, you, you want the guy that, that, that's what's exciting. That's what makes you happy. But aside from that, the Browns, the Browns played like a football team. They looked like, a, they, looked like they were supposed to look last year, every game. That's what the Browns look like. So getting to watch that happen was a very exciting moment for me because I have been a, a low-key closet Browns fan since Manziel was drafted to Cleveland. I hate how that worked out and that he's not there, but that love kind of still stayed there. What was it, the Peyton Hillis days on the cover of Madden? You know what I mean? There's some energy to the Browns that I can't understand. It's just the worst sports team, uh, the, the worst sports team in the worst sports town. Just like I got love for the, for the Cleveland Indians. I got love for, for the Browns. Not much love for the Cavaliers. Don't really care for them. Um, but I was a – I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I was a Cleveland Browns fan and wanted them to be good so bad up until last offseason when they said all the wrong things. Like I want, I went basically a full 180 from like I wanted to see the Browns succeed and have those winning years, and then Baker Mayfield kind of screwed it for me, honestly. And, and so did Odell. I just didn't like their swag. I still like Jarvis Landry, but it is kind of cool to see them, I guess, come in full circle. If they could put together a good season, I wouldn't hate it. I don't know. Yeah, I just do. Whenever I knew that, whenever I found out that Odell was going to be pairing up with Jarvis, that was my everything dude because when I was in college they were playing dude. they were balling you know so like I I watched some tigers dude I go watch I go down to down to the bayou where Bobby Boucher and mama live and I would go and watch the tigers play and that was just how I rolled so getting to see them do that and be back together again was was insane I thought that they were just dude I wasn't a Super Bowl like Browns to the Super Bowl guy but I was a Browns deep to the playoffs guy you know what I mean? Like, I definitely thought it was going to be a turning of the tide. But, yeah, you're right 100% about the Baker's mental attitude, something. He's got something, man. I don't know what it is, but I just you, – you, you, you can't sit here and say, oh, the Browns are awake now. This is, this is how it's going to be. Like, because, no, they played a very shitty defense. We just hope mm-hmm. that maybe this will give them a little spark of going to watch that, that film this week. I hope they watch that and just like, we could be doing this every week. Odell had his best game of his career. Yeah, three touchdowns. And if you haven't seen his run, make sure you go look up that. It was it was wild. At the ass end of the fucking game, dude. Yeah, it was wild, man. Uh, the story with the Browns, though, man, this story is more about the, the Cowboys to me because Browns seem to beat the teams they're supposed to beat and they never can beat the good teams. And to me, the Cow- Cowboys do not qualify as a good team. Like, they, people want them to be a good team, but they're not a good team. And they haven't been a good team. They get the biggest since- pass in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, it's their America's team, but I don't, I don't even know if that's true anymore. But it's not. Uh, the Patriots should be America's team. But people hate the Patriots. They, they never can be. But that's what trips me out. Mr. Brady here. Uh, that was the longest segment there on that game, and it deserves it because it was what? That was the most electric points, game. 67 points? Or no, 77 points. Sorry. So, uh, Chase, I wanted to talk about this game second to last, but we jumped into that one. So, we're going to talk about it last. And before I do, I need your help to do this. We had Mr. Tom Brady, Tom the Goat, in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. We had Mr. Justin. Justin Herbert Ebear, Herbert Justin Ebear, Herbert Ebear season. I went way too long on that one. (laughs) I need you to help me there. 22-year age gap. Um, So The baby. Literally, we need to get a shirt made of Tom Brady in his goat shirt that I had. Like, I think it, I can't remember who sells it, but it's basically Tom Brady with a goat, and we need to get a baby over to the side or even as the goat because they said on the Red Zone stream that Mr. Herbert was two years old when Tom Brady like, made his first start, which is just insane to me. Like, that's – That's and, literally – And how fitting is it, before I, give, before I give you the mic, how fitting is it that – in this 22-year age gap, Brady throws for five touchdowns. Dude, 36 fantasy points for Tom Brady. He looked like old Brady. Um, 
that was the Brady you had in with for the Patriots. That was the Brady that you drafted up high for. That was the that was the Pat Mahomes style, you know, of his day, <laughs> Brady. That a lot of these newcomers to the, to football don't really know. So yeah, it was amazing to see him be able to produce that again, especially with a new team. And I think that that was, I think that's his like validation. You know what I mean? Because like everybody's kind of had it in their mind. Like everybody knows he's the goat. Everybody knows all this, but it's like. Is he going to be able to carry this over? Is he going to be able to do this at this other team? And that's him just being like, you're an idiot for thinking that I couldn't. You know? And the Chargers so, are a respectable defense, too. Yeah, they are. And the Chargers are really good at defense. Um, they did have – like, I will say this much. I think that they were put into some positions where Tom was able to time out because I know that uh, Josh Kelly uh, – Austin Eckler got injured, so Josh Kelly kind of took over. Justin Jackson, they had some fumbles t- near the end zone. Uh, that allowed Tom to kind of get in there, get in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, but the one thing that I will say is this, and I know that an injury played to it. Remember at the beginning of the season, you know, you were, you were really high on Chris Godwin. I was more on the Evans side of it. Are you, are you serious? I'm just saying. Dude, Chris Godwin didn't play. I know he didn't play. He but what I'm saying is I know he got injured, but – it's still no, like – No, stop it. Wait till, wait till they both play before you put this argument out there. Okay, okay. I just – it's good to see Evans getting some passes. It's good to see I Evans was, doing things. I can relate a little bit to this because I was going to say the most impressive part of this Brady five-touchdown game was the fact that there was no goblin and that Mike Evans – I don't think you were watching football at this time. Mike Evans got hurt in the game and kept playing. So he no, was I like saw 70. that he limped off, dude. I was I was terrified. I was just like, "Do not do this to me." It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. So another I, thing it's too, it's no knock on him for me. I didn't think Gollum would be way better. I just I, I remember my stance as being both of them are going to do great. Okay. I think yeah. I don't know if we put a gentleman's bet on or not. We probably didn't. But I don't know. Like I said, it doesn't matter because it's just like our uh, our Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton that last season. You can't do anything if they're not on the field. I did win that bet. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you probably I mean, did. By stats, yeah, but okay. We're not well. We're we're not we're not going to go too much deeper into it. Just good to see Mike Evans <laughs> doing what he did. It proved it. It just like I said, Tom Brady proves. Once again, that, that, that he's got it good. He is Tom Brady, and he does what he does. Happy to see that, as always. Wish uh, – I don't think Howard Scotty – Yeah, O.J. Howard's done. So, so this has to mean that Gronk – it's Gronk or bust at this point. I, and I also think it's worth going and getting Cameron Brate. They're using two tight ends a lot. They're using – I forgot O.J. about Brate. Brate was the end zone falcon for the – dude, he's always been the guy that's just there. He's like, the only time he's in is that they're inside the five. Like, and he's just like, hey, it's me. And break, think, break the break. If you think O.J. Howard going out is going to make them, like, only use one tight end, it's not – Yeah. Not only. You're out your that. box, man. You're, you're talking to a coach that wears a Kango hat like Samuel L. Jackson. This dude don't care. Dude, so love funny. that guy. Love that. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to uh, – before we move on, I wanted to say to uh, no discount to Mr. – go ahead, Justin uh, – Justin, Justin Herbert, a bear Herbert season. No discount to him. He had a perfect passer rating and was playing with Brady all the way. They even had a lead. I think the Bucks were definitely down seven or ten at one point. Uh, just it was just too much, man. Too much Brady at the end. But I don't know how you really go back to to Rod Taylor because oh, Anthony Lynn will be trying to find a way. I promise. He will. He'll, he'll find a way. And, and normally, you know, I'm okay going back to the guy you named your starter. But when you invest the draft, the draft capital that you drafted Herbert with, I think you just ride the hot hand, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. I've been saying since the jump. I've said it on this podcast before. They should have started him from day one. You have Terod Taylor. He's a certified backup quarterback at this point. He is not a starter in this league. I don't care who you are. I, I, I believe the hype for a little bit when he was in Cleveland. I'm not going to lie. When, when Terod was there, I was like, you know what? Terod could do this. He can pull through. He can make it happen. He couldn't. Once that was done, I was, it was a wash. It was finished. Baker comes in. It's over. It's, the experiment is done. Wherever you go, you're not a starter. Stop it. You draft Justin. You play Justin. This is a running back. 
Okay, this is literally a running back as a coach. All right, I don't I don't know how many running back coaches there have been. Anthony's just the one that pops right off the top of my head, so you know it's going to be a good running back team. But literally, you got a guy with a cannon. I have been a Justin Herbert fan. I have been watching him since he played at Oregon. I was ready for him to come into this league. You know that because I was talking to you about that during the draft. So seeing this come in and, and being this way, it's like it has to stay this way. If Anthony Lynn does that, and I'm the front office of, of the Los Angeles Chargers, I'm questioning if we've got the right guy calling the shots. Yeah, I, I agree 100% at this point. I will say I do think he'll come back down to earth. I think once – I mean, NFL quarterbacks, we saw at Baker Mayfield, they come out hot, you get some film on them, he'll come back down to earth. But that doesn't change the fact that we have seen what Terod Taylor's ceiling is. Like we know what Terod Taylor can be, and it's not necessarily what you want as your franchise QB. And the fact that he's – that Justin Herbert started this way makes you at least think that ceiling is higher. Like – I mean, we've like you said, he's a lifelong backup, career backup. Maybe he hasn't had the right situation, but it's over. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't get that situation. We'll see what happens. Yeah, man. you got you got a paycheck and you got to play. We appreciate you, Justin Tampa Herbert Bay. season. Justin Herbert season. Tampa Bay. Uh, by the time you're listening to this on Wednesday, hopefully, uh, Tampa Bay will be playing tomorrow, Thursday night against the Bears. So that's the last thing we'll say um, for the games, Chase. I feel like I've kind of let us on here through these games. So it's been beautiful. Uh, this has been great. Did you do this every dude, week? Dude, the division is um I mean, I, I picked full at five games that I thought were marquee there. The afternoon games definitely sucked. My best bets went five and five, so I'm not gonna talk about those too much. It's just it was good to not see my heater go from eleven and two to um like two and eight. So I went yeah. five hundred. <laughs> If you're betting with me, you haven't won or lost any money this week, but you still have just won a ton of money the previous two weeks. I think the best bets are somewhere in the range of um, 29 and 15 total. So dude, they're crushing. Yeah, they're, they're crushing. crushing. Yeah, it, dude, I'm putting a lot of work in. I'm putting a lot of bets out. So I'm not holding back at all. Um, so if you if you haven't been following along, would love to have you on board. Just DM me or you can – Honestly, DM Chase too, because he's more, he is definitely can get you in the right spot. He's always on Twitter. Um, yeah, hit us up at Garage Guys FS too. I mean, like, we'll do whatever we got to do. Like I said, we're very personal with you guys. If you guys are hitting us up, I mean, you're, you're part of the Garage fam. Um, you know, I, I don't, I try my best to go through my DMs every day and respond to everybody, whether I, I follow you or not. I'm going to go through that other inbox. I'm going to see what's there, if I can help you with DFS lineups, if I can help you with season-long stuff. And then, of course, uh, Drew has so much knowledge as well. So I will make sure to get you to him. But, yeah, you got to hit him up too at Chef Boyardine. Um, and then just just tag him in tweets and just be like, you're not checking your inbox, you son of a bitch. I've been better. I even <laughs> check everything now. There was a while there where you were, I had to, like, you had to get on to me and say, like, I wouldn't check it for like two days. But I, I do check every day. Um, and I'm doing better on that. Um, any final words, Chase? Because I, I, I mean, hold on. I'll give you I love day. this. I love that I get to be final words guy for once. 16 to 27, Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers just got sacked and he looks hurt. Holy shit. Ooh, this is not good. My knee. Shout, uh, shout out to Aaron fine. Jones, by the way. Shout out to Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones won my league last season. The, the Minnesota Miracle run, not the Minnesota Miracle against the Saints. We don't talk about that one. We talk about the miracle from Green Bay that happened in Minnesota. My final words is this. It goes back to Justin Herbert. This is me making a very bold statement, and this will be in ink on the internet forever. And I'm completely comfortable. I've thought about it. I've thought about it in these last five minutes of if I was ready to say this or not. Justin Herbert is going to be a franchise longtime QB that has the opportunity to lead the Chargers to a Super Bowl. He's humble. There's one thing that's different than most of these other quarterbacks that are coming in, like Baker and these other guys that are very flamboyant, flashy. They want the attention. They love that. That's what I've seen that's different with this kid. This kid's a real deal. I don't think anything's going to come unless he gets hurt. The stretch, man. I, Old statement. I, did you? How much did you watch of him in college? Because I don't believe that you watch much. I watched a lot of highlight. I watched a lot of film. <laughs> I read a lot of things about this guy. I read articles about this guy. 
I don't know if it, I, I don't know about I, I need to see more and I prefer and I'm old school we've talked about this on this podcast I've got to see a little bit more um after teams adjust to him because if dude what was that stretch of games where Baker Mayfield I think he had four games at the end of the season where he just went off and the next year he was crap yeah so I just don't want to jump on I just don't want to jump and say he's great but why go back to Terod Taylor? You know his ceiling. Uh, Justin Herbert, I would be comfortable saying he's got what it takes to be a starter in the league, but I don't want to, like – As long as he stays humble, if he stays humble, he's got to stay humble. If he stays humble, it's going to take him a long way. If he Brady's the whip, he keeps the Brady mentality with it. You didn't see Brady dancing and doing all that stuff. It's, it's just he, – he's got that – I don't know. It's just it's this, uh, it's this weird mix between Phillip Rivers – and what was it? Uh, who did I say? It was uh, Philip Rivers and oh my God, Robot, Robot from the Colts. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. This weird mix between those two guys. I don't know. You think that's what Herbert is? Smarts, Smarts, and Big Gun. Smarts and Big Gun. I don't know if I see that, but you you, you might know more than me. I, I just I'll say I just got a wild brain. Just got a wild. I'll brain. say this. If you go back to Terod Taylor and you struck and he struggles and your team struggles, even though your team's already kind of struggling, but if, if you go back to him and he plays poorly and you lose two, three games and then you put Herbert back in, you've already lost your job. Anthony Lynn's gone. Like he's he Anthony Lynn on the odds board. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be gone. I mean, if he decides to go back to him and he struggles, I mean that's Anthony Lynn's putting his job at stake if he puts Terod Taylor back in. And I think he knows that. I, I think that it's just a lot of Twitter trolls just saying that at this point. Now, I think Anthony knows he has no choice. I think he needs to he needs to say, okay, we've got this. Let's invest in this. Let's move forward. Let's focus on these running backs. Let's uh, let's do what we can to salvage the season and and try to try to make it work. Because Josh Kelly, he's just got to stop fumbling. Um, and and I think that if he can figure that out, dude, then that's going to be a he, he's a he's got he's got some moves, dude. He's just got he's got to be able to hold on to that ball. 14 hours ago, and I'm not even going to say the source is reliable, but – well, it's L.A. Times. I don't know if that's reliable or not, but it says um, that he ducked the question on naming a starter so that he's he's not doing it. So, there you go. We'll see. Going to be fun to see how it transpires. This has been fun. This has been good. This has been all football. This is uh, – except for my NASCAR hat, of course. Gotta, gotta gotta still throw that in there because we because we still love it. We still love the vroom vroom sport. But uh but yeah, I dig it. I love it. Garage fam, love you. That was my my final thoughts. Carry us on, Wayward Son. We will be in Charlotte, one more reminder. And we are official drip drop boys for at least another year. That's my that's my closing statement. And don't mm-hmm. let the um, trip fool you into thinking all of our content will not be up this weekend because it will be. That's right. That's what we do. It's going to be fun. Do we do Go ahead and plug it real quick. Yeah. So you know that you can find us on Twitter. You can find us at Rotoballer. Use promo code garage, get premium fantasy content. You're not only going to get my free NASCAR article every week. Uh, you're also going to get Drew's rankings for NASCAR. You're going to get Drew's football rankings now and best bets where he is on a hell of a heater. You need to get over there and figure that out, and you need to just look at it. It's really not hard to figure out at all. It's literally the one article that doesn't have a player in it, just some random picture of from a sports movie, and that is Chef Boy's articles. So promo code GARAGE for the premium stuff. Use that for everything site-wide. It helps put money in our pockets and helps us to continue to deliver this show and all the things that Garage Guys do. Um, and definitely check out our website, garageguysfantasysports.com. It's new. I did a lot of work on it, and I think it's pretty, and I want you to tell me that you like it. Subscribe to the pod. Subscribe here on YouTube. Like this video. Just doing that alone helps so much, and we appreciate all of the amazing things that you guys do, all the feedback that we get, the messages that we get. It makes it all worthwhile. Um, Wouldn't want to be doing this without you guys, and, of course, without Chef Boy. Other than that, Chef, I will see you in person Thursday for an in-person episode of Garage Guys. I had not thought about that, but you're right. And I want you to close it out with with the saying because it feels right coming from you. Go ahead. Sports. Party.
Bill O'Brien's got a sphincter butt chin hole. Repeat. Uh-huh. Break it down. Love it. Uh-huh. It's the garage, guys. 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 It's the garage, guys.